it's both like a blessing and a curse. It, when you have your own company, you do everything. Correct. You, it, it runs on you. So if you're not doing stuff, it's not going to work. Um, and so like that's where like the trick about building a team and delegating and really becoming a, an owner versus being someone that's working in the business is like it's a pretty big jump that's I've been I've been working on struggling with slash evolving through over the past probably three, four months. All right, guys, it's Jake here. Warner Mouse Agency, Yellow Colored Glasses. We have a, 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 an amazing guest on today. Um, but before we do that, we're gonna start off with our, our review. Review. Review, review. Okay, review. so Darla M, she has left us a review and she says, I really did not want to switch my insurance around because I thought it would be a huge paperwork hassle. Warren Amounts Agency made the transition seamless I did not really know what the coverage was. They explained every detail that I have. I ended up with better coverage, less cost. Wow, explanation mark. I am extremely satisfied with their exceptional service as well. Thank you, Darla M, for the amazing review. Reviews we know go a long ways. There we go, look at the claps. Michaela's gonna be happy with me using the filters on our whatever it is. Okay. So the, the review is done. So now guys, so me and, so we have a special guest, Francis. I'm the one. Francis, what, is it, is it your last name really Darko? It is, yes, that's, oh, <laughs> that's my last name, yeah. Dude, I said it out there. My parents said, got it from the movie. Okay, No, so, I'm just kidding, no. Okay, so Francis Darko, Yes. right? Okay, yeah. so we have a special guest, Francis Darko. Um, so Francis, me and Francis have known each other for, what six, six, seven, eight years? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, through mutual friends. Through mutual friends. Yeah. I don't yeah. think we've really connected a whole lot until probably the last four or five. Maybe? Yeah, I'd say the uh, I don't know if we were supposed to make the bachelor party, yeah. the Vegas bachelor party we was probably a, where we had a where, Vegas where bachelor. We, yep. We we connected the bows. Um. So yeah, that's how me and Francis know know each other. So Francis is actually um, he's gonna he does a lot of really cool things, you guys. He has taken some big risk in my opinion um, and he's done it pretty organically he doesn't seem like it fazed him at all with the stuff that he does um, so he owns and I'm gonna let him talk about this a little bit but he owns uh, he, he owns a company that has a bunch of Airbnb arbitrage properties um, he used to be a local guy here in Kansas City he uplifted and went down to Florida and uh, I'll let you guys lift it up uplifted and just whack dip Dipped down, dipped out. Which yeah, I actually want to know why. Like, what, what, why, why, what made that? Well, so, first, off, first off, thanks for having me. I yeah, appreciate you. Good. Um, yeah, no, Miami was just calling my name, mm -hmm. so it, it was really just kind of the time in your life whenever you think, Well, I could do for a change, mm -hmm. right? I need to, I need to step out, I need to take the next step, whatever that is, right? And, mm -hmm. I, and I felt like I needed to level up, and to level up, you got to do something drastic, yep. right? So, you know, the famous quote, one of my favorite quotes is. You're never going to be or you're not going to get the things that you want unless you become the person that gets those things. Right. So okay. that means you have to evolve. You have to change. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what cities can I go to? I love Scottsdale. Mm -hmm. I love New York. Um, and then, you know, I went to visit Miami a few years ago and I was like, I think this this just might be the one like it's just. So did you know anybody down there? I didn't know. it. OK, I, I had a friend that had moved down there. Two friends from KC that had moved down there prior. But besides that, I didn't know anyone. And even whenever I moved down there, that friend ended up leaving. So it's just, it still ended up being like, uh, 
you know, just, oh, you just, just me. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice though, bro. Miami's Miami's awesome, bro. I've always oh, yeah. said Miami's about three things. Okay, get this. Miami's about fun. I've, I've heard this before. You have? Yeah. I, yeah. You told me this in August. I did. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But Dude, Miami's about fun. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Fitness. Mm-hmm. Everybody's in the gym, bro. Mm-hmm. And 7 p.m. on a because it's a beach it's city, bro. Right? Everyone's in the gym. You don't got clothes on. If, okay. you're not, if you're not fit, if you walk around fat in Miami, like you just feel bad about yourself. Yes. Like, like legit, you, just, you don't want to do it. Okay. So everyone, it's about fun, mm-hmm. it's about fitness, and it's about finances. Mm-hmm. Everyone's trying to get to the bag, bro. Yep. And it's great, like hustle Dude, culture down there. And that's like I saw a video the other day, and it said. You know, everybody says like they have their their they're basically things that they need to take care of to be successful in life or whatever that success looks like. And the very first thing was, you know, everybody talks about being mentally clear. Yeah. Right. Well, you cannot be mentally clear if you are not in shape. Right. That's right. If if because you're not pushing yourself, you're not mm-hmm. you're not feeling good about yourself. So exactly. You have to you have to do something to get active just to feel good. Mm-hmm. And then the men. The clear, you know, mental space will be happening, and Facts. then you'll be able to excel. You know, su- you know, do well in business, which right. will lead over to the family life. Yeah, and all these other little things that, but it all starts with taking care of yourself. It really does, bro. It's one of those like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Correct. Right. When you get that gym habit, mm-hmm. you learn that taking care of yourself feels good, mm-hmm. and so then you end up taking care of your business. You end up taking right. care of your family. You end up taking care it of. It trickles that. down into. Yeah. Becomes your personality. Yeah. So I've yeah. always thought like a guy who's got some big ass legs on him. I know that sounds weird, but some big old thighs. Tree trunks. Dude, <laughs> big old tree trunks. That guy, you know he's a hard worker because he doesn't skip leg day. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> skip leg day. I mean, if you're ever looking for an important like hit a Dude, I did leg day today actually. I mean, it's a hard thing. Well, it was a wimpy day. It's not I something that I will we say get jacked up about. Yeah, it's true. It's it's easy to skip. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just this can be because you don't you don't see the gains, Correct. right? It doesn't you don't see it like I'm doing anything to your body. Like you're like think about that. If you see a guy with some big old tree trunks, especially if he might not be the biggest guy, he's like, man, that guy he works his legs out. Like, you know what, bro? That might be a really good tell. I think I never thought about it like that, but that might be a really good tell as to how if a guy's disciplined with working out his legs, he's gonna be disciplined in everything else in his life. Not always, but I would say that the chances are more likely than not. You're not you're onto something, bro. You are. <laughs> anyway, so okay, so that's cool. So you moved to you moved to Miami. Mm-hmm. So how's that going? I like it. I like it. So best part of Miami, you wake up, you don't have to think about anything. You just you don't have to think, well, should I put Yeah, it's sunny outside. I don't need mm-hmm. to should I put a jacket no, I don't need a jacket. Should I what should my routine should you no. get an umbrella? Should I get it's an umbrella? It's cold as shit outside. It's, it's dude, raining. it's just it's so nice. Every day you wake up, you put on shorts, throw on some athleisure. Mm-hmm. And go for a walk with my dog. I got a park. I'm in, I'm downtown, right? Okay. So I got this huge park, like probably two blocks from my place. Okay. Um, so we'll walk over there every morning and and taking the sun, like it's therapeutic, bro. Yeah. The sun is literally therapeutic. Literally. I've been it's here. Proven. I've been here for two weeks. I got sick last week. I haven't gotten sick in eight months, bro. <laughs> I'm not kidding, bro. I've been in Kansas City. It's been gloomy and 20 degrees for two weeks. And And it's been actually kind of sunny. Like, I've seen more sun since you've been here in Kansas City than I have probably three months prior. I I had to bring some, bro. I was like, this is, I had to ask God to open up the skies. Bring it with me, baby. I'm like, this, I can't, bro. So, no, dude, you're right. Like, 
and we literally talked because it has actually been sunny here yeah. seen, like the past like three or four days. So yeah. It hasn't been bad. And, you know, the new year, like on our side, which we're not going to talk about us a whole lot, but on our side, like December and November, everybody's, you know, we're doing planning for, for right, the upcoming right. year. And yeah. Everybody's not really talking about insurance. And, you know, the, the vibe and the energy in the office is like, okay, let's just uh, get, you know, get this rolling right like yeah. get out of this year so we can get to going to january right. and now come january we're rocking and rolling and the sun has been out and i'm like gosh i don't know if it's a new year or if it's the sun and i really think in the back of my head i'm like it's got to be the sun yeah because, dude it's just another day it's but this be sun fun. man like, yeah it's legit. So, it does something to your soul bro and the warmth and yeah you know it's 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 been cool down there i like Good. it so so i guess let's well let's just talk about that what, what does your day look like i mean like and then, and then go into what you're doing, you know, with your company and everything. Mm-hmm. Kind of explain a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, but what 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 does your day look like? Like I'm actually very intrigued about that because your job allows you to be really very free, flexible, very yeah. free and very, flexible, and that yeah. is hard because yeah. if you're not disciplined, you can get very content and lazy, and then it just kind of starts gradually going. So, yeah. but you move to my you move to Miami. Mm-hmm. And Miami's not cheaper living than KC, so you need what you need to do is you need to be making more. Exactly. But you have more time. So what does that look yeah, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that those are very good observations. That that's exactly what it's like. So it's I'm free every morning. Mm-hmm. I built my routine like I wake up seven o'clock. Okay. Go to the gym. But by by seven thirty, I'm in the gym, right? Do my hour jacked. at the gym. I appreciate you, bro. I mean, you know, <sighs> yes. You know, I think I might be. Able to <laughs> so I appreciate you, bro. Um, yeah, no, I I so I go to the gym, do my hour at the gym, then I go out with my dog, okay. take her out for a walk. We usually at the park for about forty five minutes or so. Then I'm back home by about nine o'clock. I'm on my laptop doing admin stuff. And it's always that's that's been one of the, the trickiest things as the business has grown is that the level of things that I'm doing every day is just mm-hmm. exponentially it's like it's like it's hit this curve that's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm doing a lot of admin stuff. I'll do that for a while, um, and then I'll usually do if I have like any meetings or anything. I usually push those to about late early afternoon, okay. um, and then obviously I do my lunch and and th- I just work like mm-hmm. that's that I, I just that, that's all I do. Yeah. So and and that carries on until the evening. Um, because it's both like a blessing and a curse. It, when you have your own company, you do everything. Correct. You, it, it runs on you. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing stuff, it's not going to work. Um, and so like that's where like the trick about building a team and delegating and really becoming a, an owner versus being someone that's working in the business mm-hmm. is like it's a pretty big jump. That's I've been I've been working on, struggling with, slash evolving through over the past probably three, four months, okay. um, that part of the entrepreneurial journey. Yeah. Because um, you got to start, I'm a, this is kind of how I look at it, and you tell me what you think. you got to start inside the business, right? you got to get a good process down, you know, so you can almost say, okay, there's a good process. This is working. Now let's get someone in here to, re- to, to handle that process. Mm-hmm. And then you go check box for yeah. me. And then I'm like, okay, now let's go to this next box, and let's get a good process system down for that. Bam, check it. And then you get all these processes and systems down, Right. Yeah. Then you get out because then then that's when you can you have everything set in place. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you get out and you start working on the business versus yeah. in it and then you scale. So here's what happens when you're not a detail oriented person mm-hmm. or you're not good at creating SOPs mm-hmm. or you're not even really just good at letting go of something that you've control. been doing of mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. 
it, it becomes a struggle. And I think every entrepreneur goes through it. Like some, some people are just naturally good at like, yes, yep. this is the system. You do this. They're good at building teams and doing that. Mm -hmm. And some people, it's just it's a harder part of the journey for them. So like it's so essential to create that SOP, to create that system that somebody else that you find value in can plug in, do the work at the same standard or even better than you are doing it. And, and, you know, really be able to scale the company because that's, that's the thing. Like as you scale, you start doing everything, you figure out you can't do everything. You're not even good at doing everything. And whilst you're in the middle of doing all that stuff, the real revenue generating activities that you're supposed to be doing are falling by the wayside. Yeah. You're, you're doing way too much yep. in between stuff. So you're trying to do it all. I mean, you're, you're, you're just kind of like a jack of all trades, but an expert, an expert, expert at none. none. Right. So like we talk about like like I suck at a lot of things, mm -hmm. but there's probably one or two good things that I'm I'm very good at. Yeah. And what you just kind of said, like I, I feel like it hits home with a lot of things, like like the control. Like there's so many things that might be really easy for somebody else, but maybe for you or maybe me, which yeah. the control of, of I think I could probably do it better than that person. Right. Yeah. But it's like it's not about that. Mm -hmm. It just needs you need to get you need to be better with creating that process and yeah. system where it can be trainable. Exactly. And then you focus on literally one or two things that you're really, really good at mm -hmm. and all the weaknesses, don't even try to get better at those. Right. Like hire somebody to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean so. is that how it is like with yours? Yeah, that's how it is. So even so just yesterday, like as we've scaled, um, so one of the processes that we just changed as we've scaled, I guess maybe I should talk about what the business is. I was gonna say, let's, let's, yeah. let's, before we get, yeah. explain that. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would love, yeah, let's, let's explain what you're doing. For sure. So, so right now, the business that we're talking about right now is a short-term rental company, okay. right? The name of the company is Your KC Host. We have Airbnb arbitrage properties, which I'll explain what that is, and we have managed properties, all come together in this portfolio of cozy, comfortable apartments downtown Kansas City. All right, so that's our offering. We okay. offer short-term housing downtown Kansas City for anyone coming to the city for any length of time, really, but okay. we primarily do short-term. Okay. Um, so we started off about three years ago, um, and I started doing the Airbnb arbitrage model, right, which is where you rent a property, and then you Airbnb it. Obviously, you get permission from the landlord and all that stuff, but that's the thing. You don't buy Correct. places. You, you rent. Okay. Um, I got 13 of those, and then I've had a few people reach out to me and say, hey, you know, we see you're doing well, X, Y, Z. We're in the Airbnb business, but we don't know what we're doing. So if you want to just take over our units or manage our units for us, we'll pay your percentage. And so then I started doing the management model as well, and that's been pretty much more recent. Is that like a um, co-hosting? Is that essentially, essentially. yeah, okay. it's co-hosting. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's there. I might be involved in the design process of, mm -hmm. of creating the listings and, and all of that, okay. but it's their capital working, and I'm just running and getting it booked. Okay. It's almost like a booking fee, essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've got ten of those. So we've got twenty three properties total right now, okay. downtown. Um, Hopefully we'll that, get up to 40 by the that, end of the year. That sound, I don't know if you guys heard it or not, that was an Airbnb sound. It was. <laughs> that's non, awesome. I've heard that sound. Yep. Non-stop. No, that's cool. And and that's actually, you know, I, I you know, I know we, we've talked about this before a little bit. And, you know, I think you actually might have been the one that introduced me into the arbitrage stuff. Um, I don't know. But either way, I think like we've talked yeah. about it at some yeah. point. And it's, it's genius because, like, oh, there's just... I don't know. I mean, why do you like that so much? Like, why, why like, which, which, so let, I don't want to get off the topic of what we were about to get on, good. but 
what what does the future hold? Like, is your goal to continue to collect more? Are you going to grab some of that and act, and then start buying other, like using that money to buy an actual, like an assets with it? Mm -hmm. Or what's the, what's the, what do you think is the best way of that, you know, looking, moving forward is and what's your plan with that? Sure. Yeah. I've got, I've got a few, a few angles right now. Mm -hmm. The, the main goal right now is tightening up. I call it tightening up the company, okay. right? Okay. We've got some, some loose, some loose processes, some loose things happening here and there. All those need to get tightened up. Okay. Once those are tightened up, we're adding more clients, more management clients, because oh, it allow me to scale faster, yep. right? We're trying to get to 40 branded properties downtown KC. Okay. If you can get 40 units downtown, that's a pretty sizable company, mm -hmm. all under the Your KC Host umbrella, which means that we have our own customers. We're not reliant on Airbnb. We're not reliant on VRBO. We're not reliant on Booking.com. We have... Yes, we're on those platforms, correct, correct. but we also have our own list Outside of, of 3,000, 5,000 people that have stayed with us that we can call on to, to rebook with us um, at any time. So with that comes the ability to value the company at a certain level, mm -hmm. right? If we have loyal customers that you know are going to come and back and book with us every year, we can value the company, you know, so in the millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. And with a good valuation, you know, we'll, we'll see if, I, if I'm able to... to to close sell it and, and sell it, yeah. yeah. Um, Which but, I'm sure is definitely a thing. Like I haven't even, like honestly, everything you just talked mm -hmm. that le about one, the repeats, right? Like when you have a database like that, mm -hmm. I mean, do you hit, I mean, are, you can just jump on the phones with that? Or well, that we have something? email marketing going on. Yeah, so we have an email list. So it's list. an ongoing thing. Yes, so every month, couple of, we're, we're going to switch it up a little bit and get a little bit more genius. more aggressive with it. But every month people are getting emails. Thanks for staying at your KC host. Um, you know, next time you're coming back to Kansas City, the copy is different each time. But next time you're coming back to city, make sure and book with us. Repeat guests get five percent off, and a lot of people repeat. Most of the travelers that come to Kansas City are regional travelers. They're just coming to IKEA for the weekend, like Bro, <laughs> literally. That is. We got couples from Colombia that just need a getaway. Like there's there's a lot of repeat guests, and so if you can just get them to stay with you again, you have a pretty good good way to, to make it through especially with the shifting market conditions in airbnb right now well and then also the uh consistency of it if you if you had a good experience the first time and and you're not going because you're you're well it's just kind of same in mine because we have an airbnb as well it's just one but dude that's i haven't never thought of it that way i because you got to think your clientele i'm assuming like what you've talked about are either like you said repeat they're they're coming in they're not coming to kc for a vacation mm -hmm. right so it's not like they're there one and done yeah they're they're they could be repeat easily right easily and there's just usually one i'm assuming most of your units are what one to two bedrooms one two bedrooms yeah a couple three bedroom okay. spots but yeah mostly one one and okay. two bedrooms um is that where you like is that is that kind of like what you look for yeah i the, so the one bedrooms and the stu the studios really have the best margin they have the best roi they have the, the best roi the best the cheapest and the most number they, they there's the most number of them but mm -hmm. the let me phrase this one they get the most traffic i guess okay. people it's easier for people to travel in twos than it is right. to travel in fours, fours. sixes eights yep. or whatever so you just get way more volume of people coming to town my most profitable property by percentage is the second unit I ever got is a studio in the river market okay. and now it's, it's done up real nice it's brick you know it's got that unique feel people mm -hmm. like that that industrial feel but it's tiny 
consistent. I mean, we're doing in the summer we're doing four thousand dollars a month on this six hundred wow. square foot, not even maybe four five hundred yeah. square foot studio. Um, you know, it's it, and Dude, so that's like, awesome. Yeah, no, it's great. I didn't even think about that, like. Because in the the clientele, yeah, that just makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah. So that, that's like I'll say that's the difference between having an, an Airbnb, a couple Airbnbs, or having an Airbnb and having a short term rental company. Correct. They're, they are totally different. Th- the jump is like it's, oh, yeah, it's no, insane. Because I because you know our property does well. Like yeah. It, it it'll produce you know sixty k a year, and it's a good extra little stream of income. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, now that's I'd say fifty sixty percent is going towards mortgage and all this other stuff, yeah, right? right? And then you have the appreciation. So it's got, it's, but it, there's no way I could handle that much and, you know, still work a full-time job or it'd be a side gig. Yeah, no. Like, there's, it's, there's it's, not a yeah. side gig. So no. that's why I was intrigued about, like, having you on one because I was interested to know, like, what does that look like? Like, I bet your phone does blow up and I, but that makes total sense. Like, you literally run that. Like, that's almost like a, you could even, I could make an argument that's somewhat like, you could run that like an insurance company, right? Like, I mean, it's it's residual type stuff. Mm-hmm. If you get with the right type of group of people, not necessarily guaranteed residual, but yeah. I mean, they're coming back on it. They have a, they have a, I mean, if they have a work thing every year at this time, they're going to come back. Yeah. We've got a lady right now whose son is training with um, uh, Sporting KC. Okay. And she's, so she, whatever the training schedule is, she's coming back in town every two weeks for the next three months, uh, the next four months, actually. So she's staying with us every, she's like, okay, well, we'll just book it. The only reason I can do that is because we have a direct so, booking platform. Oh. She is, if, she, if she goes back to Airbnb, she's paying fees every single time. But since oh. she just can book directly with us on your KC host, she can save money, we can make more money. Okay. And um, she's already stayed in the place, so she has the consistency of, okay, well, if, if this place is good, yeah. even if this place isn't available, there's another, another place is, place that she can stay at, yeah. right? So her needs are met, our needs are met, and that's the type of person that... Can we... Are, are we able to put the link on here? Yeah, for sure. Where everybody can go in there? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. If, 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 you, if you have somebody coming to Kansas City, okay. or if you want to get downtown, maybe you want to catch a Chiefs game or something, and then mm-hmm. you want to be closer to the stadium, easily check out yourkchost.com okay. and just click book, and all the listings will come up. Because Airbnb and VRBO, they charge a lot of fees. They do. Okay, and we, go, ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say so we can go to your website or your your this link, yeah. and maybe not pay as much in fees. You won't pay as much, but you'll pay some. You'll fees. pay some. No, yeah. everybody's got to get paid. Yeah, but it won't be as much. It won't be as much. That's fact. And it's more profitable for you. Yes, and it's more profitable for the guest. Correct. So it's a win-win. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's like it's it's interesting because like whenever you're building this these direct mm-hmm. booking, even on VRBO. It's like it's a technical thing, but even on VRBO, whenever you set up, um, it's called an API integration. Okay. You integrate your VRBO properties with your property management software, so you can control the pricing Correct. and you can control all the other stuff. And for the people listening, you basically go into your your system, update it on one, and then it, it shoots out to all of them. Exactly. Right? Okay. Correct. Yes. Uh, so whenever you do that, VRBO doesn't let you do payments through their site anymore. So now you have to you have to set up your own payment processor, which comes with a whole host of issues, bro. Oh, bro a whole host of issues. You have to get a finance company for that, or what is? You what is d- so it? I'm using Stripe. Okay. Stripe is our processor. Okay. They're very popular, but it just the payment processor essentially just means you can take credit card payments, okay. right? But that means that if somebody cancels, it's now the 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 um, 
the refund is now coming through your process. So it's not something that you just tell Airbnb to handle, right? Mm -hmm. If there's any discrepancies, if there's a, we had a fraudulent person book with somebody else's credit card mm -hmm. and that got recalled. Um, and so like you're dealing with these things in house now, you're, 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 it's not just a, you know, let me set up my listing and then Man, they are they doing all this for you. The yeah. back office is you, you're the back office, right? So hmm. it's, it's, Dude, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot. Like, it's way it's more complex it's a lot. than yeah. what you just, and you hit it on the point, man. I mean, like, it's different between having one, two, maybe three Airbnb properties and then running a short-term rental company. Because there's a lot of other things, and I know me and you have talked about this a little bit, about getting in with insurance companies. Did you have any luck with that? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Did so, you so uh, the, the management software that I use actually offers insurance. This is great since we're in an insurance, yeah, this is an cool. insurance podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about Basically, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so this is how I protect the listings. One, you got general liability insurance for my company, mm -hmm. right? Francis Darko mm -hmm. LLC covered mm -hmm. in case we get sued or whatever. Two, there's a deposit. We charge a hold on everybody's credit card whenever they book with us. Okay. So just that's just for like smaller things, you know, it's a $300 hold. Okay. Um, but that's just an extra layer of security for us. Then we have $1,500 of renting, rented insurance mm -hmm. and a million dollars of liability insurance. That's an extra $25 per booking that right. we pay for, right? So that's really what covers the, the $1,500 covers like damages if someone was to damage a TV or something, mm -hmm. it's up to that. And then the million dollars liability is if like some serious stuff, like somebody yeah. like died or something, yeah. yeah, right? So those are the coverages that I'm doing right now. We haven't really had to use them yet. I mean, it's it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Like that's just I've talked to some other hosts that have like 30, 40, 50 plus properties. Like it's not if, it's when. Mm -hmm. Like correct. Because you're dealing with people. You know, they're coming in at all kinds of yeah, all kinds of stuffs happening. So yeah, that's the insurance side of it. Dude, that's I've never yeah. I honestly the just to be upfront, like I thought, you know, you go and get a property, you get the landlord's blessing to say, yeah, we'll do this Airbnb, maybe yeah. pay him extra money. Okay, that's great. Now you put it on Airbnb and all these websites, you go out and you just rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah. And it's all done. Piece of cake. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, it's not just, easy, I wake but now up you're and, responding and... Yeah, piece of cake. No. <laughs> so, okay, okay. So we've talked about a lot of the in-depth there. So what does it look like from Florida? Like, are you going to try and get some stuff down in there? It is profitable down there? We'll what see. Like? Yeah, so so the <laughs> Florida's a different beast, bro. Like, here's here's another rule in Florida. Do as much as you can get away with. That is the, the Miami, just if it's driving or a business, whatever it is, do as much as you can get away do with. That's, that's, you know. that's exactly. So the legislation in Miami date like downtown Miami is None. no Airbnbs allowed. Ask, ask me how many Airbnbs there are in downtown. Miami. <laughs> it's very complex. There's and complicated ten thousand plus listings downtown Miami right now. I'm like, dude, this is this dude, is. Dude, I've looked at, <laughs> like I've looked at like because we have one out in Arizona, you know. So yeah. I've looked at the different markets and I look at the legislations and the laws and the and the you know the city expectations with their permits and yeah. x y and c mm -hmm. and it says miami is hard but then i look in the other places it's very profitable I'm bro like, i know people pulling just racks per month and i'm like you're just, he's like yeah i've got 15 i'm like you've got 15 and you're just setting up your business illegally and they're like i mean it's illegal but like the security guards wow. at the apartments don't care and you know the leasing office kind of knows about it and i'm like 
what? That's like Dude, that's for crazy. me. That's stressful. I can't. I just. I, yeah. It's, that would be very stressful. Yeah. Especially, you know, if you live there, right? I mean, what do you do? I mean, it. I guess if they shut you down, you're still down there. But yeah. I guess you could live there. I guess. I guess. I well, I'd be one. still tied in with the lease. That's what I'm saying. If, I yeah. If like, I, you could just. Live in that one. If I only had one, yeah. <laughs> if I have like five, um, then yeah. I'm, I'm screwed. That's, that's a variable I don't know if I want to touch. Yeah, I, I don't know. But Fort Lauderdale looks looks good to me. I also would like to not get the Miami party crowd. Okay. So, sense. I mean, even if I did have one, it, it, I'd try to not get like guests because people are, it's different than, than here. Okay. Right. It's people are going there For to business. party. You're talking about Miami. Miami, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. So the nature of the guest is already mm-hmm. one that cares less. Mm-hmm. They they don't care as much about your property. They yeah. don't. They're they're just there to have a good time. And so that you know your sense. your place is collateral essentially. <laughs> like, you have a bunch of uh, Dash Hudsons coming through. Exactly. I don't know if anybody knows Dash, but good dude. Yeah, good guy. Sometimes a liability. Yeah, right, so sometimes a liability. Say, he texted me today. He said he broke his wrist. Yeah. He said Warren Mount. He broke his wrist. He literally texted me. He said, does Warren Mount's agency cover broken wrist? After the fact? Word for word. Let's just read it out loud. Dude, that's hilarious, bro. Yeah, he said, I broke my wrist. Does Warren Mount's cover that? <laughs> he didn't break his wrist. Anyways. That's comedy, bro. Um, that's funny. Dude, that's cool. So, dude, I want to ask you about, like, because this yeah. agency, you guys have been in business for how long? So we've been in business about a year and a half now. Yeah. Okay. And um, you've you've gone through the grassroots of businesses and, like, Starting all the the just all the headaches of starting mm-hmm. a business. Like, how do you find your team? Are they they're good? You rely on them? Yeah, man. Them? I mean, everything you said at the very beginning with the control and the, all of those things yeah. is, is a is a is a legit thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like anybody and everybody, if they don't say they don't struggle with it, they're completely lying. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, man, we're so you know we started with I started with State Farm. I mean, really, everybody else has different backgrounds. My wife has uh, a hygiene background, dental, okay. dental hygiene background. The Mounts have they have teaching backgrounds. Yeah. Danny's from, she's actually from insurance. She mm-hmm. was with another broker. Caleb, he dropped out of engineering school to be doing this full time with all of our yeah. trucking stuff. So everybody has their different backgrounds and. Ultimately, man, the, I guess long story short is really everybody has their niches with it. Right, right? Yeah. Like insurance is one thing. Insurance is kind of complicated. It can be. But at, once you get it, you got it. Right, like you right. Get the, you know, it takes about a year or two for someone to really get it. And then you can, you know, not saying you can't learn more, but you get a good base. Right. But everything we're doing. And this kind of goes with you. Like, I mean, we have our podcast. We're, we're, we're rocking out. I feel like our social media game is insane. And if you have a good sales process, good sales techniques with everybody in the office, yes. at the same time bringing in, you know, bringing good in the talent. clients, yeah. right? You got, you got someone bringing clients in, right? Okay, okay. If you're not bringing clients in, you're not closing them, right? Mm-hmm. It, you're just bringing them in. And Where does that lead generation look? Where does that come from? So one, we're working a lot of a lot of people that I've worked with in the past. Because okay. I've been an engineer yeah. for like ten years. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's, that's a big pretty organic. Yeah, thing. for sure. You have your net net you know, your everybody's got their base mm-hmm. of all their network that they've all known. Everybody mm-hmm. has six different networks in here, right? Yeah. So we're working those. Um right now that's pretty much what we're doing. Yeah. Organically. And then we're hitting you know, we're hitting our marketing, we're hitting all of everything on that. So we have, you know, leads coming in with uh, you know, Google and all that other stuff. Nice. But and then on the trucking side 
we have a couple different gener- like lead generators that we do, and we just call. Okay. Like we, we, we hit the phones on that and yeah. cold call, but that's in 33 states, so that's a different. But, yeah, yeah. Dude, at the end of the day, man, like it's everything you just said at the beginning. With I suck at so much stuff. Mm-hmm. There's so many things I suck at, and but there are people that you're around, right, are good at. Yeah. Like, you know, everybody has their things that they're good at. And the control, right, knowing that, you know, yeah, you might be the expert in one little category, but the day that you're the expert in all of them means you're sitting at the wrong table. Exactly. You know, yeah. and that's, I would assume that's probably why you got out and of KC, and there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. to, to kind of challenge yourself and get a little uncomfortable. And, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Like, And I, get around those people that are doing the stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's all it is, man. Like, you can hang around, I mean, I think we all know this, like, you can hang around with with people that are doing the same thing and you're going to continue to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. The, and it's not, it's not that hard to really make a lot of money or to be a, more successful or to do anything. It's mm-hmm. just the want. Yeah. If you want to do it, go do right. it. It's easy. And the belief. And, the, and, and that belief comes from seeing the guy that you go to the gym with every day yeah. actually closed a $2 million deal last week. Right. And you're like, and he's just well, another I mean, normal I, dude. He's just a guy. Right. Like, I, I, I know half like, the stuff he knows. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's just a, it's just a guy. So once you get around those people, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of the benefits of Miami, bro. It's, Bro, every morning you wake up. I told you I walk with my dog every morning. You're six Lamborghinis yeah. drive by. A Royce. Ten of the baddest women you've ever seen just walking down the street. Yeah. Like, it's just, there's, there's so much just money. Yeah. Like, there's a yacht driving by with French Montana. And there's a helicopter that just dropped off DJ Khaled. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on right now? Like, why, why is there just money just floating money. around? <laughs> like... It's no, crazy, dude, bro. Dude, it's, it's legit. <laughs> and, like, not to go back on the insurance, but so we're involved with, on, on Warren Amounts, we're involved with some other brokers. And I used to think broker a broker is a different ballgame than being an insurance agent. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because if you're a State Farm agent or American family or farmers, nothing against those guys. Like they, they do a lot of good stuff and yeah. a lot of things you got to go to do that. But you have that company that's kind of outlining the blueprint you just walk in and you do it. Right. right. They they have the systems down. They have how you're supposed to do uh-huh. this, how you're supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, and then they have their products. And that's yeah. all you have to just know their product. Which I will never under underestimate again. No. Yeah. You know, so that's one thing. Now you put on a broker and you put fifty carriers and and they don't you don't have any systems mm. that any of these carriers tell you. They say, Here, you know, if if, if we're gonna give you a contract, what is why do we give you a contract? Right. Well, you give us a contract because X, Y, and Z. Okay, here's your contract. Now, how do you manage those customers? How do you have your CRM? How do you have your track, I mean, notes-wise, E&O, all these other things that you just don't really think about? Mm -hmm. And if I would have probably known all those things, it would have been very intimidating. So the other part that I think anybody who's listening to this is like, and not to get all freaking, I know this is all cliche, and you can probably hear this from another bunch of other fucking podcasts, but don't fucking figure it all out. Just make the jump, which is, yeah. I think, is what you've done. Yeah. I really think you just got into it. Maybe not. Maybe you planned it out a little bit more. But I believe if I know Francis, I think no. he might have just jumped into it yeah. and said, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I'm making a little money. Yeah. Let's blow this thing up. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. not knowing all those other little things you've already been talking For about. For sure, yeah. Because if you would have known all that, you probably would have been a little timid. For sure, yeah. I, I think I think that most entrepreneurs, uh-huh. 
they have an idea mm-hmm. and they have like a, a they've done research. They're not they're not dumb, right? They've done yeah. some research, right? Yeah. I'm not saying you're reckless, but, but right. Once you get to the cliff, y- you can do all the research in the world, but you still gotta jump off the cliff. Or else you'll never actually do it. Like do you never get over that feeling? Even right now, if I was to sign a lease right now in a new unit, I would still be like, oh, God, well, I hope this works. I've done a million of them, right? But it always works out. It, how many times has it not worked out for you? I mean, I'm still alive, so exactly. it's, it's, that's yeah. what I mean. How yeah. many times has a worst case scenario happened for you? A couple I times. I mean, I mean, maybe, I mean, I can't think of personally. Now, again, you're you're making risk more frequent with these properties. But in life, how many times has a worst case scenario ever happened to yeah. you? Yeah. Right? Right. It yeah. Usually, it might be bad, but yeah, is it but worst it's case? not the worst case. It's yeah. not the worst case. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And if it's bad, and it, maybe it could be real bad, because yeah. some real bad shit happening. Yeah. But you always end up figuring it out. Exactly. I mean, we you just do? figure just it out. Like fucking fall over. That's, and that's the thing, bro. Back. I think entrepreneurs, you just have that, that figure it out mentality. Well, I, I don't know, but. I'm still alive now, so I guess I'll figure it out. And, dude, I'll tell you this. I was thinking about this a couple weeks ago. I was like, beforehand, I was like, anyone can be an entrepreneur. I mean, we're in the U.S. You have more opportunity now than ever before to to build, to get out of the, 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 you know, the rat race or whatever and build your own thing, mm-hmm. right? I redact that thought. <laughs> what? What Not say? anyone can do it. That's true. Because when That's shit true. hits the fan... I don't know if I'm come on. Can I kind of get when shit hits the fan? You have to figure it out. You cannot break down, or else one, the people that are depending on you will their, their lives are going to be messed up. Correct. But then also, every all the work that you've done, everything that you've put into this, it's all for nothing. Like you, Bro, you got you got to persevere through what all the like the hard stuff that happens. That is a that is a spot on mm-hmm. because when when things get tight with stuff, or when they get not go the way you need needed to go there are people that and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that you you don't have to be that person that solves those problems and and is that guy in that situation mm-hmm. right there's no reason for that there's always a reason for people like that right for those people to lean on okay and i heard it cardone was talking which i'm do you listen to grant cardone a lot? yeah i don't listen I, to him a lot but i like I, grant cardone a lot yeah. but cardone talks about how he goes broke twice a year hmm he tries to go broke twice a year. Now, what does that actually mean? Who really knows? Yeah. I doubt he takes out all of his money out of his accounts and goes completely broke. I mean, but yeah, the no. concept is if you go broke, if you have nothing else backing you, yeah. there's going to be the some people that just fold and be like, oh, I'm done. I, yeah. don't, I don't know. Yeah. And there's going to be other people who say, I'm motivated than ever. Yeah. Now i got to get the freak out of this hole. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And at a, at a young entrepreneur, I feel like you you broke. I mean, you maybe not broke, but you you have your back against the wall, and there's no other way yeah. to do it yeah. other than just to continue to right. go. And if you let off the get the the pedal, you'll get you'll get swallowed. Up. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, no, you're you're right, dude. The 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 correct term is broke because you're starting the business. You don't really have it. Dude, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'm talking about myself. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm right there like, with you. God, bro. dude, like, there's times like, because if you have, let's say you have a hundred thousand sitting in your bank account, or maybe it's five hundred for a person, maybe it's a million, whatever it is, you get to feel a little cozy. You know, like, oh, I don't need to do this. I, yeah, I, I'm fine. Yeah, but if you're broke as shit every single day mm-hmm. in your mind, mm-hmm. you're like, I gotta, I gotta work my mm-hmm. ass off today to Facts, pay my bro. bill for tomorrow. Facts. No, for sure, bro. I've, I've done it now. I'm 29, no. and I've already and gotten you, lazy and complacent. Sometimes, like. Correct. 
crap. But I mean, I got a couple of units, but like I need to pick it up. Well, like <laughs> this is all, I'm, and I'm gonna let you talk here. But this is all kind of going back because I think, and you tell me if I'm right or wrong. I think that's probably where you got when you were here in KC, and you were like, "Man, I'm seeing this. I'm kind of getting complacent. I need to get the fuck out of here because yeah. I got to level up." Yeah. Sometimes you got to make a change with yeah. that. And not very many people. I could probably name less than ten people off the top of my head. Yeah. And we don't even really know each other that well. Sure, yeah. But I bet there's only about 10 people that I know, and your name would be one of those people, if you know it or not, that would come up that I would say, okay, yeah, that guy would probably do it, and you did it. Huh. I mean, nice at yeah. our age, because that's no, a scary it, thing. Dude. It, dude, it really is. It really is. And, and, and when, when I went down. Kudos enough for that. The, I don't, and I don't think in the group that we know, I don't think they, they give you the kudos, but I've always thought that. So go well, on. Well, I, I appreciate that, bro, for real. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it was just like that. I was like, I need to level up and there's a drastic way to do it. And people are like, why would you go with like the rent? My rent is ridiculous, bro. And I'm like, I actually did it so that I have to make more money. If if I stayed here, I would be like, well, I mean, I, I don't really need, like, I literally have to, if I don't, I'll, I'll be on the street, (laughs) you know? So it's, there's definitely something to be said for just jumping and pushing yourself just whenever you feel that, that complacency. And uh, and Um, I don't want to also, I know there's there, you can have that mindset where just keep spending all your money and it'll, you'll never happen. So there's a time where you, you, I think you create a habit where if you can continue to do that and I'm not, I don't like the whole fake it till you make it type thing. It's more so just getting uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think that's it. That's it. And what I was gonna say with this is like with the whole captive stuff is like we're involved with some other guys that are you know bigger brokers and they've been doing it a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we do we've done very well. We've had a lot of success here at yeah. the agency. Like it has gone better than planned. There's been its ups and downs. It sucked. It's been great. Yeah, it's been sucked. You know, but at the end of the day, when I'm starting, when we get on some Zoom calls with these guys and they're freaking doing the things that they're doing, I'm yeah. like goodness gracious man like we are a little bitty fish in this pond yeah, right now yeah. and i love it yeah like, i love just sitting there just saying like man i don't know what do yeah. you think you know and then i can form my own opinion sure. still but i love being able to be the dumbest mofo with yeah office. facts dude i tell you what i think that comes with maturity too though Correct. because it took me a while to to be able to digest people doing much better around me and not feel like any kind of like intimidation or like really any kind of like um, oh man, I can't believe I'm not there. Yet. Not even intimidation, more, more like down on myself. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's okay. 27 and he's got 50 properties. You know, like, I yeah. can't believe he's, he's able to. Everybody's on their own journey. And I think. And that, that's it. That's like, it starts and stops there. I'll hit with an ego. I don't know if it's about the intimidation part. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I get another front of people, if I'm intimidated, I, like, there's a couple clients that I have, and dude, I can handle any problem that I think of with this whole office, and sure. I feel like good with it. But yeah. there could be two or three people that call, and I'm just like, "Yes, hello, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll get it taken care." Of. And sure. I'm just like, I'm not me. And yeah. It's just because those guys are they're they're big, doing big a fish. lot. Yeah. They're doing a lot, and I'm like, I don't understand. So I don't know if it's. I think being intimidated is okay. Yeah. It's how to handle that. Now, yeah. at some point, you gotta what you do you, with it. You gotta get rid of that because mm-hmm. you need to be sitting at that table and build some Confident. credibility up with yeah. that guy. Right. You also don't need to act like you know more than what you really know. Sure. Yeah. So I don't think there's a problem with that, and I, I maybe talking on myself like. Maybe at a younger age, because I do know what you're talking about. It's almost like an ego, like oh, like 
like kind of getting pissed off at yourself that you're not there. Yeah. And almost not giving that guy the respect or a person that they might need. Yeah, yeah, you almost you almost resent them for Exactly, because they are doing better. Yeah, and right. I think there's a fine line between respecting and and not bowing down because yeah. you don't want to bow down. Right. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I, t- I totally get what you're saying. It's it's it and that's exactly what it's like. I mm-hmm. think I think with maturity you realize that one, you've worked hard to get to where you are. So right. you're on your own journey. Mm-hmm. Two, you definitely need to have some respect for people who have been ahead of you because you can learn a lot from them. But three, you need to make sure that you know who you are in that space. Correct. Yes, maybe you have a bigger business than me or whatnot, but I know what I bring to the table and that's it. Correct. Like, and there is a, that's exactly right. Like knowing that you have value mm-hmm. at this table yeah are you the top guy at the table absolutely not no right yeah and you don't want to be and if you are you're at the wrong you're at one. the wrong table <laughs> yeah. you see what i'm saying Facts. because yeah i mean but there's a trend but you to have that all and but i think the main thing is to still have the confidence to know that you you deserve to be at this table yeah it's a huge part right i don't know bro i think that's for like we never really talked about all that but i just think that that's a that's a big thing that you've done I appreciate that, bro. I really because do. That's a, that's that's scarier than anything I've done. Yeah. No. Nah, I mean, I don't. I mean, even just starting a business is scary. Right. So. That's, but you moved out of the out of the. I, I appreciate that, zone. bro. I appreciate that. And so. and yeah, it's it's it's. There's a reason people don't just do it. Mm-hmm. Like just up and leave. Like it's very nice to be home where all your friends are and you know your routine. Like I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. Um, dude, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. I don't think I don't think, I haven't really told anybody like, the the story of my first year. Um, <laughs> dude, I'm intrigued. Dude, it is. Me and Francis have seen some shit. Before, yeah. you know? Like, you know, like we had a, we went to a bachelor party and a guy fucking swam across the lake in the Ooh, middle of the night. Yeah, like, right. That was. I mean, our our environments that we're with. Because you also you're a DJ, bro. We yeah. We're gonna talk about that. But yeah. Let's, let's go on with your first two. Yeah, first yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. So, so, so this is how I got into the Airbnb business, okay. right? <laughs> so September 2019. Um, I'm slacking at my job, and I'll. T- what, what were you doing? Um, first off, actually, I used to oh, sell insurance. Oh, no. I'll, t- I'll tell you, Northwestern uh, or Mutual. Northwestern Mutual, yeah. Northwestern Mutual, Back yeah. in the day, I wasn't doing that then, but I had a fantastic job, Convention and Visitors Bureau. Okay, Kansas City, Missouri, it's called Visit KC. Right, they do, they do marketing and sales for most of the conventions that come into Kansas City. So okay. just. Any national insurance association has a conference somewhere every year. We try to get them to do it in Kansas City. Okay. Right? Okay. So, because then whenever they do that, they bring money to our, our hotels and our restaurants and they spend money in the city, right? Mm-hmm. So, that was my job. I used to be in charge of small meetings um, and I just try to get people to come to the city. I worked there for three years. It was great, bro. You entertain clients, you show them around KC, it's sales, so like it's, it's rewarding whenever you get your bonuses and whatnot. But, about in my, my second year and a half or so, my boss got fired. Okay, she got fired after we had just hit like the biggest sales goal we'd ever had in our mm-hmm. lives, and and because we had a new CEO, and you know obviously he's a new guy, he's gonna bring in his people. So for no fault of her own, really, she she got fired, right? Mm-hmm. Just just how the corporate America yeah, works, yeah. yeah. Also, I hit my sales goal that first quarter, and the next day I came in to work and. I had just as much work to do. And that's when it really clicked in my mind. That's when it was like, oh shoot, like I'll just be doing this forever. It's, we're not working towards an end point. It's just work for work's sake. And let me ask you this. You probably worked your ass off doing that. 
I mean, I worked, yeah. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. Because what I'm saying here is that a lot of the times when you have someone in, like yourself, you probably took a lot of pride in how well you did at your job. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And the different there's there's other people out there that are not like what you've said before. Not everybody can be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Right. Right. But there's other people that are really good at their job. Yeah. But what do they not have? They they don't take that, that the, jump. The jump off the cliff they risk. Yeah. They don't. They yeah. just sit there and overanalyze it all and say, well, what if this happens? Yeah. Yeah. When yeah. those people, if they could just have your type of mindset, because sure. Or my mind, dude. I'm a, you know, mm-hmm. dropped out of college, went to a full semester. Yeah. I mean, the whole blah, 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 blah yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? But I don't think I'm very intelligent at all. Sure. Yeah, I think, I think you, you're probably right about that. I think, I, you know, you know let's kidding. not go there, <laughs> Francis. <laughs> but let's say you're pretty you're pretty smart. Uh, I don't know. Let's not so go there. So you have a little, and I'm not, I know you think I'm, I'm, I'm talking you up here. Yes, but you, up. you yeah. still have, you went to school, you finished school, you did all these things. Uh-huh. Which makes you just like everybody else, but yeah. you fucking took the jump. So anyways, keep going. Yes. Okay. So the, I'm just saying that because those are the two catalysts that really mm-hmm. made me be like kind of yeah. an entrepreneur, right? So for the next about six months, it just, this, this, is, my, this is my performance over the next six months. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude, like, what am I even doing here? Yeah. Like, And so I end up getting fired, right? Mm-hmm. I get fired September. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm just like, well, no, what am I going to do next? You got fired? Yes, I got fired. Oh, yes, man, for my full time awesome. job. Okay, yeah, go on. I got, I've so, never been fired. Yeah, well, so maybe I am. Smarter. Maybe you are. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Keep all right. Going. Well, uh, so so yeah, I get fired. Okay, and I'm like, gosh, what am I gonna do now? I was still DJing at the time, so I was like, I can got some DJ gigs. Um, you know, that'll kind of hold me over. I've got some savings. So for the next couple of months, uh, I just kind of was in limbo, you know, looking for opportunities, X, Y, Z. The girl I was dating at the time mentioned this Airbnb arbitrage opportunity, mm-hmm. right? What and year I was, was like, this? What year was 2019 this? still, okay. right? This is fall 2019. Um, mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll look into it. I kind of blew her off, actually. But then I was like, okay, well, maybe this is something that I, c- I can do. Mm-hmm. So I ended up looking into it. I researched for two weeks. I watched every video on Airbnb arbitrage, there is. YouTube University, baby. (laughs) Okay? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think I can do this. So I listed my current apartment that I was in on Airbnb for a couple weeks just to test it out, see if it works. Right? And I got booked. I was like, this will work. So I called every apartment in the city. Okay. <laughs> I remember this because I think I had just bought that property in Arizona. Yeah. At that time. That might have been when we went on the Vegas trip. It was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, go on. No, you're good. So, so I call every partner in the city. I finally get one that's like, okay, we'll we'll do this, right? I lease it, get my first Airbnb by December 2019. Now, here's what I haven't told you yet is that I was running out of money. Right? I had some other stuff that I had to pay for, and and I I had used all my savings, and I didn't have just like five grand to just spend on furniture and stuff. So. I liquidated my 401k to get my first <laughs> my first two Airbnbs going. Okay, <laughs> and I don't even working for a few years, so it didn't. It had it's about not eleven. Like you had fifty million exactly. dollars, even like twenty thousand. I, I had eleven thousand dollars in there, say. and it was a Roth, so I'd already paid the taxes on it. So I was like, eh, whatever. So I liquidate my 401k, get my first Airbnb, all right? And I'm like, dude, this is making good money. If I can get three of these. 
I'll be cool, mm-hmm. right? I'll, I won't be like Mr. Millionaire, but I'll at least be paying my bills. Paying my I bills. Be I'll streets. be on the street, right? My customers will have not, they had nicer places than me. Exactly, bro. I'll be cool, right? Yeah. So I'm like three Airbnbs. That's all I need. So I call again, and then I get another Airbnb property. Fast forward to March, all right? Because mm-hmm. I was like, I need to get three. This is March, uh, March 2020, all right? Mm-hmm. You know where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I liquidate my 401k. I get my first three Airbnbs. I'm like, if I can just make it to March, mm-hmm. I'm good to go. Savings, done. Credit cards, maxed out. I get to March. I've got three running Airbnbs, bro. They're running, booked calendar all the way out. Uh-huh. DJ gigs, booked. All like my son, I'm like, dude, I'm not just going to make it. Like, I'm about to be chilling this summer. Like, everything's cool, bro. Uh-huh. I made it. I got fired from my job and I made it. Mm-hmm. Right? March 15th, lockdown. This is March 2020. COVID. <laughs> I get an email on Sunday evening, March 15th. I think March 15th or 16th. I get an email, canceled reservation. I'm like, oh shit, man, this COVID thing is really canceled reservation, canceled reservation, canceled reservation, canceled reservation. <laughs> My DJ gigs, event canceled, event canceled, event canceled. I'm like, bro, what? You're like, I got <laughs> fucking 10 houses or three houses. Dude. Three rents. Cause- Drake, when I tell you, I literally cried the next day. Bro. After looking at the number of canceled reservations mm-hmm. and the number of canceled DJ gigs that I had, I was like, I, forgot all about that. I just worked my ass off for six months to get to these these three airbnbs ready and then this just random thing happens and everything's gone right so so we i worked out some deals and we were able to get through it obviously i'm still what in business i'm intrigued i wish i would have asked this at the beginning dude, no, I you're forgot good. about that dude no you're good but it was it was like like life-changingly stressful in that like the the March and April. Bro. So for one, one of the units my landlord was really nice and he uh he he let me pass on rent for one month and then he cut my rent in half for the next two months and then just kind of added it to the following months mm-hmm. after that, right? Uh one of them we actually just shut down the apartment for a month and then one of them uh, I put a long-term tenant in there. So carried it through the month and then I got a uh, a uh, temp job uh staffing nurses for a staffing agency. It was nights. So for the whole month, I worked nights. See, bro, that's the thing. Like, dude, <laughs> just cover my bills. Like. That's so awesome. That's a that is a story right there. Yeah. I mean, seriously, because I remember that because we had just got our Airbnb. We'd had it for a year. Yeah. And I remember, you know, I mean, that's a like in our scenario. I mean, that was like another mortgage. You know? Yeah. And, right. Uh, I think. You know, Michaela would have been working, but anyways, dude, I remember all these bookings started canceling, and I remember. I, same thing. I'm like, oh, this. Honestly, I thought this damn COVID. This, like, this, I'm it like, this it is ain't. stupid. There is, there's no way they're going to no shut way. down this damn city. I know. Like, yeah, I, I was all optimistic. You know, exactly. that's not going to happen. You know, we get, yeah, they're just stupid. You know, whatever. Blame it on three bookings canceled. Yeah, they're, they're all. They're, yeah, you know, right. They're all, rebooked. Exactly. And all of a sudden, bam, all of them gone. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and and then what happened? Airbnb changed the regulation yeah. and gave everyone a hundred percent refund. That's not mine. This is what I thought. I go, oh, I got strict cancellation. Like, exactly. They ain't gonna get their money, and everybody's giving me shit. They're like, dude, if you had, I'm like, no. If I book something, I never get money back. Exactly. I, I'm, no, they ain't getting their money. Oh, dude. The and number of guests that we got into an email co- fight I with got about COVID. like, I got COVID. Yeah. 
so then what you so Airbnb so everybody so knows so I don't know how how was with yours but on my, on ours we have a very strict cancellation yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, policy where if they cancel within X amount of time they don't get anything yeah 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 and same. that's just the real world that we live same, in yeah. I don't care mm-hmm. because guess what <laughs> I don't because the thing is is that we run a business and I care about people but not in this scenario. Uh, because <laughs> the thing is, is people book these things out yeah. months in advance yeah, yeah, in my yeah, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your scenario is different. So you're an asshole, actually. But No, they... they <laughs> I'm joking. No, I'm joking. But then Airbnb says it doesn't matter what your cancellation policy exactly. is. We're giving everybody their money 100%, back. 100%, yeah. Bam, books are gone. I'm like, well, what about me? Yeah. Like, I got expenses. I bro. got expenses. <laughs> and then I'm going... We're going into the, the slowest time in the in the world. Yeah, right. Arizona. In Arizona, yeah. And it's 155 degrees yeah, outside. Right. No one's going to stay in our place. Bro, that is funny. I got lucky with that because I had a... I had somebody had a house fire. It was the biggest... I told you about yeah, this. Yeah, you did. You so it was looking. the biggest, like, stressful time. And I can't even imagine your situation because you did not have this. I was so stressed, and then bam, I got a booking. Someone yeah. had a house fire, and guess what? Yeah, they couldn't get in there because COVID. They couldn't redo their house because COVID was going on. Oh, so they ended up staying for a long time. I made more Dude, money. Yeah, than you COVID. got lucky. Yes, <laughs> you got so lucky. It just happened. Yeah, yeah it works out. That's that's awesome. I mean, seriously, yeah. that was it. Like, I actually, God, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I ended up being a. I ended up losing so much money, but I ended up making way more than I lost. Because I had top dollar pricing throughout the summer yeah. for five months. Yeah. I made more money. Yeah, than that's just- fire. That's fire. Also, the post-COVID summer was, I'm not even talking about 2021. I'm talking about, like, after people realize that, you know, like, you can still do stuff. You just got to wash your hands and not talk to people two feet away from their face. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, you can, like... Th- the local travel really started blowing up, right. like, and, and especially with Kansas City as a regional market. Yep. So people were coming into town. People were they were supposed to go to Colorado, but now they're like, well, we'll just go to Kansas City yep, for let's go. whatever. Get out of this house. Yeah. So we we ended up doing very well from about it was about like Ju- June, July, maybe. Yeah, about mm-hmm. July, August, September, the second half of the summer, Dude, I um, about that. and and the rest of that year. So mm-hmm. yeah, dude, it, the first year was I I was like. I can't believe this is happening, bro. Bro, to go back on that whole worst case scenario type situation. <laughs> that is the worst, worst case, case scenario. scenario. Yeah. I think we end this podcast with that. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, that's good. Um, no, man, we've been at it for we can keep going. Oh, is, is it an hour? Or? It's been an hour. Oh, we can keep we, going. Yeah, we, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm okay. I don't we can have, keep going. I can um, probably do like 10 more minutes. What else? What else? Give us something else. Bob. Another story? Mm hmm. <laughs> Were you gonna milk me for my stories? Yeah, actually, okay, I, I got, I got, a, I got a good one. All right, so, um, <laughs> okay, I had three, I had three apartments. Okay. I had three apartments in one building in in the uh, Midtown KC. Okay. All right, my renewals coming up, but they're they're on different schedules, right? So two of them are renewing in March, and two of the and one of them was renewing in uh, I think at the end of December. Okay. And the, the landlord, he mentioned me, he's like, hey, let's do month to month on your one property until March, and then we'll just renew all three of them at the same time. I'm like, okay, it's not suspicious. I mean, it doesn't really make sense, but sure, not, not suspicious. suspicious. Okay. It's fine. Um, so I said, sure. He's, he then lets us know that the building is being sold. They're selling the building. Mm. Now, Airbnb Arbitrage is a landlord-preferred deal. Correct. 
Yep. If you switch to landlord, your new landlord may not be favorable, mm-hmm. right? So I know that, obviously. So I'm like, okay, well, get me in the room with these new landlords because obviously you guys have – they had six. I think they had other tenants in there that were doing arbitrage. Obviously, you guys have – they're like – they assured me, well, we've worked on it. We've told them they're okay with it. They've talked to their lawyers. Everything should be fine. It's not a big deal. I'm like, okay, cool. Then let me renew. Let me go ahead and renew my leases now, right now. I want to renew my leases for another ye- two years or another year and a half. They're like, well, we'll just wait on the renewal until March, until whenever you're leaving. I'm like, no, why don't? We, why would no landlord <laughs> wants to wait on a renewal? <laughs> okay, I want to renew Something right going now. On. Exactly, right? So I, I, um, I go back and forth, and they won't tell me who they're selling the property to, right? And so I go back and forth with them. They're like, okay, if we finally forward to March, okay? They've assured me multiple times that it's, everything's going to be fine. It's okay. Mm-hmm. They sell the property. They give me the contact of the new owner. I call the owner. I'm like, hey, I'm the one who's got three Airbnbs here, X, Y, Z. Just wanted to check in on my renewal. I'm like, yeah, we've talked with our lawyers. And mm-hmm. since our loan provider is Sally Mae, they're not going to um, – they don't want short-term rentals in the property. And so we can't get a loan unless we evict all of our short-term rentals. So you have 30 days to leave the property. I said – 30 days. <laughs> I got bookings in June, bro. <laughs> what do you mean 30 days to leave the property? Yeah. <laughs> what what are you talking about? What does that look like? <laughs> yeah, right? So that's what I did. I called every apartment complex in the city again. God and, I, and I moved three. I found one. Um, and I moved three apartments from that unit to the new building, which was fortunately about maybe about six blocks from the old building. Most of those reservations actually transferred over, right? So, like, most of them, I was like, hey, yeah, yeah. we've had a thing. You, this apartment's longer available. We do have another apartment. All we have to do is move your reservation. Most of them did. Some of them are like, no, we want the other one. Cancel our reservation. I was like, okay, that's fine. So, long story short, I ended up moving the three apartments, but only because the fucking sneezy landlord knew that the new owners were not going to be favorable for the Airbnbs, and so he just he waited it on it. it. All he, all he, he just wanted to sell it and it be occupied and give them the option of whether or not they wanted to keep them so or or praise it out more and all that. Exactly, because they were occupied. I mean, there was six Airbnbs there; they were occupied. So it was. I was like, dude, like. What is, he didn't even have to do that. All he had to do was just tell me. Just like, be normal. Just be upfront. Like, exactly, right? So he kind of screwed me. Um, but we ended up, you know, figuring it out and, and, and I am get, getting actually one more at the new apartment that I, was gonna say, it goes I into, moved over what to. What do you do? You go into basically... Figure it out mode, right? Mm-hmm. That's, 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 the, that's, that's the, literally all entrepreneurship is. Yep. Just figure it out. And honestly, whenever I said that, you know, what about the worst case scenario? How many times that happened? You kind of looked at me weird. I'm like... Well, and then now I understand, like, worst-case scenarios, dude. I'm like, because Francis is looking at me like, man, there's been some worst-case scenarios. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, real quick. Last yeah, 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 go ahead. So I have a question for you. Advice, yeah, yeah. opinion. What do you think of owning an apartment complex? Yeah. Right? Maybe 20 units, okay? And you have maybe... 25 maybe it's either a 75 25 split meaning 75 of it of those units are rented out as uh, short-term rentals mm-hmm. and the other 25 are long-term yeah um, to kind of maybe you know you know maybe you have the the long-term rentals paying your 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 payment on that bad sure boy. yeah and then the other is just straight cash cash flow, right yeah what's your thoughts on that because that 
I, that is what I'm, what we are mm-hmm. wanting to really, like that's our next, yeah. that will be a, probably our next thing is nice. buying a big complex because mm-hmm. one, it's commercially rated. Yeah, right. Right? So you, is there any protocols with that? Yeah, what's, so what's that's the, that's going to be, that's going to be my first question will be where are you doing it? Because mm-hmm. legislations is is the, the first hurdle you're going to have to jump over. In Kansas City, any one apartment building can only have 25% of it be okay. a short-term rental. Okay. So you couldn't have more than whatever 25% of whatever okay. your number is. So you can have um, 75% long-term, the other 25 in in Kansas City? In Kansas City, yes. So do um, people do that? Is that a thing that a lot of guys do? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, cause, well, so all the all the apartments that I arbitrage, uh-huh. the buildings aren't allowed to have, they're only allowed to have a certain uh, number, right? Okay. So like at, some of them I'm capped out, I can't, you know, you can't get any more, the building can't do any more. Mm-hmm. Um, and also they make it to where any one host can only have four Airbnbs in one building. Well, what I'm saying though is that if you own the building, mm-hmm. do you get to make your own rules with that? I mean, you still have if to legislate. Like if the city allows it, I guess. If the city allowed it, then yeah, you would you would be able to do whatever you wanted. The the other thing with that would be like you're looking to really brand it as like some sort of, um, I don't want to say like hotel, but like hotel like experience. Like you're you're if you're creating one building with this many units, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a lot of cookie cutter units in there. Um, so if you just throw them on Airbnb, you're, you're, you're not like, you're not providing a unique product. So if you branded the building as like, this is the downtown KC stay away, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have 10 apartments in here, stay at one of our apartments and you get this feel with the whole building. And that's like kind of so what the brand is. I mean, yeah, I can manage it for you for sure. Um, so yeah, you, you definitely have to add some, some branding component to it. But you could absolutely do that. One of the I mean, do you think I that's manage, a good idea, personally? I mean, like I do. Yeah, I, I think because I, I say that because I don't like having just you know our place in Arizona is a single family house and it mm-hmm. does wonderful. But yeah. I would ideally like to have a fourplex or something like that where you know there's if there's other sources of income coming from that one. Yeah. Versus yeah. if it if that one is not getting that one's not getting rented out that one's it, that just i know it just got too hot oh. um but we'll finish it up is it gonna but, save it yeah it'll save okay. everything the recording will so oh, it'll okay. just be on me on the video but it'll just be uh, you know it just come it just has one income mm-hmm. right so it, the, after that in, like if that you know source of income is gone it's that that house is not producing anything yeah. so that's why i thought the multi-family would you know from a short-term standpoint could be really cool yeah but for sure i i, I like the idea i mean okay. I'm, I'm i'm a fan of having like you know a miniature hotel kind of because yeah. again you get to brand the whole thing and you can create an experience around it um but you i mean you might just look at what could be more profitable than mm-hmm. that because i mean truly if you got one beach close Correct. Five bedroom property, mm-hmm. it, you literally could be bringing in the same More. cash flow as if you got yeah. a bunch of apartments, you That's know. True. So, okay. yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Well, Francis, dude, I'm fun. Yeah. I had a good time. It's been great. Yeah, this has been Thanks good. Thanks for having so, me, bro. All right, everybody. Yellow color glasses. Francis Darko, yes, KC host. Check out the link. Yes. Let's let's give him some feedback or give him some shit. Not feedback. No, all, all good feedback is all we need. Okay. Uh, anybody who wants to stay in KC, let's uh, let's let's go directly to KC yes. host. Yes. Bookyourkchost.com. Uh, okay. All right. Over now. Peace. Bye.